This episode brought to you by Own the Gray Podcast. Discover how others age with attitude at ownthegray.ca. Welcome to Lunch with a Healer. I'm Dr. Susan Hoffman. This week, I'm featuring an interview with Lauren Fonville, who's an integrative energy practitioner specializing in EFT tapping for stress, anxiety, and trauma. She guides her clients on a journey of self-healing, breaking through obstacles, physical, mental, or emotional, that are keeping them feeling stuck and in pain. EFT stands for Emotional Freedom Technique, and with the help of Lauren, we're going to learn all about it today. Lauren is also extending an invitation to attend a free masterclass intro to EFT. In this class, she discusses the science behind why tapping works, and you're guided through a tapping sequence to experience it for yourself. I'll leave all the info for this in the show notes. And now, let's learn about EFT. The best conversations happen when we're having lunch with our friends, especially when one is a healer. Pull up a chair and join us to expand your knowledge and open your mind. Welcome, Lauren, to Lunch with a Healer. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm excited for this this conversation. Me too, because I don't know anything about EFT, and I'm very curious. I'm going to learn a lot today. I have a feeling. So tell us a bit about yourself. I got into this work because of my own personal healing journey, and I was dealing a lot with anxiety and stress. It all started for me going to yoga and signing up for a yoga teacher training. And through that experience, you know, I was introduced to meditation and sound healing and became a Reiki practitioner. And then I was introduced to EFT. And so I really was able to utilize all of these different modalities to to help myself feel better. And then I just continued with the journey and went on to get certified so that I could help other people do the same. You call yourself an integrative energy practitioner, and I'd like to know what that means. Yeah. So that basically means that I use a variety of different modalities when I work with people. And so sometimes it's Reiki, sometimes it's EFT tapping, sometimes we do some some sound healing, and sometimes we'll even do some movement and do, do some yoga too. It's just a, co- a combination because, you know, different, different modalities work for different people and it's really figuring about what feels best in your body. Okay. And do you work primarily virtually? Yes, yes, I do work uh, mostly virtually. I do have a few in-person clients that I that I do see, but the majority of my my work is virtual. Well, let's get into the EFT and then you can relate it to your own journey. So, tell me what EFT actually is. So, EFT stands for emotional freedom technique, and it is a process that helps you do just that. It helps you find freedom from your emotions. When I describe it, I often compare it to acupuncture because people are more familiar with acupuncture. So when you go to an acupuncturist, they take those little needles and they put them in at certain points of the body. And with tapping, we're gently tapping on certain points of the body. So we're applying acupressure to some of those same points. And there is a lot of science with why it works. It's it's a practice that can help with a wide variety of conditions. 
It can help with anxiety and stress and overwhelm. It's also been shown to help with PTSD. It's been shown to help with physical pain as well. So there's a lot of different things that it can help with. And I know that that can almost sound like too good to be true and maybe even a little weird for people. This idea of tapping on yourself to feel better. And I get that because that's how I felt when I was first introduced to it. I thought it was weird, but then I tried it and I felt better. And so I just kept on exploring it and going from there. The first question I have, and it might be on the the minds of my listeners, is acupuncture, which I've done, Mm -hmm. helps balance, as far as I know, it balances the energy, the chi in your body, where it might be trapped in one area, and that's why you you have pain. Mm -hmm. But that's a physical manifestation. So Mm -hmm. EFT is taking negative emotion, I guess, that's stuck in certain areas. Is that what it does? It's Yeah, so the, the difference between acupuncture and EFT is that EFT has this added component of speaking out loud and acknowledging the emotions that you're feeling. So we we say sentences as we're tapping on these different points of the body. And yes, it helps to, it helps to release that emotion that might be stuck there. And I often talk about how people, you know, we don't like feeling angry, frustrated, sad, overwhelmed. Those are not like the warm and fuzzies. And so most people will suppress that or what I call stuff it, we stuff it down. And then we distract ourselves, we throw ourselves into our work, or you, you know, are obsessively working out or whatever it is, whatever it is for you to distract yourself. And while that can work in the short term, that catches up with you in the long term, and then it's going to come out in some way. And sometimes it comes out, you know, maybe lashing out at a loved one that doesn't necessarily deserve it. And sometimes it comes out physically because there are a lot of emotional contributors to physical pain. So by taking the time to acknowledge how you're feeling and holding space and allowing yourself to feel it, you can move through the emotion as opposed to running from the emotion. All right. That's okay. That's very helpful. So you're not really saying that emotion is trapped in your cells. And you're releasing it, or are you saying that your emotions actually can almost because emotion is an energy, mm-hmm. so yes. it can can it actually embed in the cell and through EFT you're releasing. Yeah, um, I do. Yeah, I do believe that that our emotions can get stored in different parts of of the body. And I mean, that was my personal experience. When I first got introduced to this, I was dealing with a lot of physical pain uh, in my in my neck and my jaw from I have TMJ. And so when I found out that this tapping thing could help with pain, I wanted to explore that. And in doing so, I became aware of the fact of how much anger I was holding on to. And through the process of tapping was able to acknowledge that anger and release that, release some of that anger so that the physical, physical pain was reduced. So, yeah. So do you still have TMJ? I do still have TMJ. What the difference is now, though, is that when I do get, I don't get flare-ups nearly like I used to. I mean, it used to be so bad that I would wake up, I wouldn't be able to really open my mouth in the morning. It, my, my jaw would be so locked. Now, if, I, if it starts to bother me, it's an indicator for me. There's other things that are going on. And 
I can take some time to tap on how I'm feeling and really allow myself to feel whatever it is that's whatever it is that's coming up. And then I don't have that same intense physical response that I used to have. It's really kind of interesting what you're saying, because I'm a dentist. A dentist basically says, you're very stressed. You mm-hmm. need a night guard. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. That's probably yeah. what a dentist would have said to you. And I did have one, right? So I was doing right. all of those things. I went to the dentist. I had got the, gotten the night guard. I was like putting peppermint oil and massaging right. that my jaw. I was only, you know, I was trying to avoid any uh, hard foods that were that were triggering triggering it. All of those things. Interestingly enough, so my TMJ started when I got my wisdom teeth out. You know, I started I didn't start tapping until about 15 years later. And so when I was when I was going through that process, I was working with a practitioner and the practitioner was asking me a lot of a lot of questions like how long have you, you know, been dealing with this pain? And I had said 15 years. How does it make you feel that you're having to deal with this type of pain? You know, I was really frustrated. And so we used those words, the answers to those questions, and, and tapped on the point saying, I'm so frustrated. I'm frustrated with this pain, that sort of thing, right? And then as we were doing that, she was continuing to ask me, ask me questions and about when it started. And so I shared the story about how I, you know, mm-hmm. it happened when I got my wisdom teeth out. And this came up and I didn't even realize I was holding on to this. Like I was angry. I was really angry because the the dentist ended up dislocating my jaw to get my wisdom teeth out. And I mean, I had no idea that that was going to happen. And so feelings of anger really, really came up strong for me and then feeling, and then feeling betrayed because I didn't know that that was going to happen. Right. And then this is where it got interesting because then I had, what I felt like was a random thought and a thought of when I was betrayed by a friend in a complete and like, you know, unrelated situation that was years after the fact that I got my wisdom teeth out. And I had told the practitioner, I don't think, you know, I don't think that this thought that I had is related. And she's like, okay, we're going to tap on it anyway. And so we tapped on, you know, how I felt betrayed by this friend. And ultimately, it ended with me feeling sad that that friendship had came to an end. And so the the hour long session started with me feeling really frustrated that I was dealing with this pain. And it ended with me feeling sad that I lost a friendship. Never in a million years would I have connected those dots. But then when she asked me to check back in with my pain, because in the beginning, she asked me to check in with my pain and rate it on a scale of one to 10, and then doing the same at the end. In the beginning, I had told her I was about an eight. And by the end, I had said I was at a two. And that blew me away because I had been doing all of these other things to try and make it better and nothing was working. And so that's when I was, I had this realization, okay, I don't understand why this is working, but something is happening in here and and it's helping me. And so that's why I just continued to do it. That's amazing. That's really interesting because maybe dentists should be learning about EFT and spending time going through that with their patients rather than just putting in a night guard, which I have to tell you, doesn't work a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. And people just start it and then they put it in their, in their dresser. And they, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was my experience with it, right? Because it's not exactly the most comfortable thing to be wearing. And so, and if it doesn't feel like it's making any sort of difference, yeah, that's exactly what happens. It gets put in the drawer. Yeah. Yeah, I know. This is pretty fascinating. Take us through EFT is in act like how you would do it if you can yeah. describe it with how we have to lean into the our, our emotions that are suppressed because I yeah. have a feeling that's not going to be a fun procedure. 
Right. So <laughs> some people will be like, well, I don't want to feel my anger. I don't want to feel sad. I don't want to feel these things. Right. And I get that. I get that. But not feeling them isn't exactly helping you. Right. And so, and it's also like, if you allow yourself to feel it, even for just a little bit, then you can move through it. And it's not going to just be constantly nagging at you. The process works. The first point that you tap on is the pinky side of the hand. So I use my right hand to tap on the pinky side of my left hand, but you can use either. If you're lefty, you can tap on the right side of the, the pinky side of the right hand. This is where you do what's called a setup statement. And so the setup, setup statement kind of goes like this. So even though I have this pain in my jaw, I'm acknowledging how I feel. Or maybe it's even though I'm really frustrated with this pain in my jaw, I love and accept myself. So you say a, sen a sentence like that. So even though I'm experiencing X, I love and accept myself or it's okay. Some sort of like, you know, uh, we call that, a you flex the statement. The protocol is to say, I love and accept myself, but some people don't feel comfortable saying that. So you can change it. So that's just how it is. You know, you can change the words around. So you say that three times on the side of the hand, and then you move to the crown of the head, right in the center of the head, and you're just gently tapping. And then you would say, I'm so frustrated. Whatever the feeling is that, that, you're, right. uh, that you're acknowledging, right? So it's going to be different for everybody and whatever the situation is. And then you come to the start of the eyebrows, and you can keep it really simple, just saying the same thing over and over. I'm really frustrated. And then we go to the side of the eyes. All of this frustration. And then we go under the eyes. I'm so frustrated with this pain. And we go under the nose, all of this frustration. And then we go under the, uh, on the chin, right between um, the lip and the tip of the chin, the chin crease there. And then you come to the collarbone. So the collarbone, you come to the center and then you move both of your hands over about an inch, inch and a half. So you're really on the fleshy part underneath the collarbone. So you can do it with both hands, one on each side, tapping these points, or you can also bring one hand to the center of the chest, really spreading the index finger and the thumb as far apart as you can and use the one hand to tap and the index finger will touch one point and the thumb will touch the other point. And then the next point is underneath the arm. So on the side of the body. So for women, it's like right in the center of the bra strap. For men, it's about two and a half inches from the armpit. And then the last point is on the pinky, between the pinky and the ring finger on the back of the hand. And so you simply tap on these points and you continue to acknowledge the emotion that you're feeling. Um, and then as you go through that, you have to be aware of physically what you're feeling, you know, helping to tune in. What do you notice? Is there a place in your body where you really feel that frustration, that sort of thing? it kind of organically moves from there. It's when you're first getting started with this, it is very helpful to work with a practitioner because they can really guide you through the practice. There are lots of YouTube videos out there. I have a YouTube channel with all sorts of videos where you can do, you know, tap along with me. And, and those can be very helpful. However, I always like to share that it's most important to really be using words that resonate with you. So if you're doing a video and the person doing the video is saying something that doesn't exactly resonate with you, it's not going to be as effective as if you were using your own words. So I always just like to throw that out there so people are aware. But that's the, that's the general process of it. And do you do that multiple times, the whole thing? Yeah. So one, one time around, we call it a round. 
and you can do multiple rounds of tapping. If, if when you're tapping on any of these points, if it's uncomfortable, you can skip the point. You know, you never want to be tapping so hard that you're hurting yourself or anything like that. Some points are more sensitive than others. If you're somebody that has sinus issues, for example, perhaps tapping on these under eye points, you know, you don't like it. It's okay. You don't have to tap on it. You can skip it. It's, it's not a problem. There really is no wrong way of tapping. Okay. But when you were doing your TMJ, you weren't tapping on no. your TMJ, just in those yeah, meridian yeah, just points. points. Yep. You're not then actually reliving any emotional experience that might come up, are you? Yes, you can. But it can be done in a very gentle way, right? So if you're somebody who has, this, this is something that it can be very helpful with trauma. A study came out that was done for veterans who were diagnosed with PTSD and they tapped to, they tapped with these veterans for six weeks. And then by the end of the six weeks, they checked in on their PTSD symptoms and 90% of the group had a reduction in their PTSD symptoms. So if you have experienced some tra- sort of trauma, most of us have experienced something, whether it's big trauma or, or little trauma that, that has affected us. You, you might have a thought of something that as you're tapping, you know, if you're, ta- if you're thinking about this frustration, right, maybe you have a thought of something that happened in your life that was traumatic, that was really frustrating to you to deal with. I don't know. Um, and as that, as that comes up, you can explore that. If it's something that makes you really uncomfortable, you're not ready to talk about it. You don't have to. There's lots of nuanced techniques so that you can gently approach it. You never have to share information with a practitioner that you don't feel comfortable with. Like, so if there was an event that happens, a traumatic event that happened to you that you don't want to talk about, you can even just like have a code word, right? So maybe it was an accident that you were that you were in. Or, you know, right. you don't want to describe the, the horrific car accident, but you could just say you could say the date. You know, on right. on April first, it happened. Thing that happened on April 1st, right? Whatever code word you want, a code word or phrase you want to come up with, as long as you can tune into how it makes you feel, that's the important part. So in your case, when you did it with the TMJ, you had quite a significant result almost instantly. Did it recur? Did your TMJ go back up to an eight? Not right. No, not. It definitely felt a lot better right away. And then that continued. I, I won't say that it would, it never got back. I, I don't really remember it getting back up to an eight. Like it's been such a long time now, but like it definitely would have its points where it would get worse and then I would tap on it and it, and it would get better. And so, you know, sometimes, so what happened to me was amazing and like was an amazing experience, wonderful experience for me. That's not always how it goes for people, right? There is several factors that, that are, are, are part of, you know, how, how quickly it can work, whether you're ready, your readiness for it, your willingness to really go there and, and acknowledge the feelings. Sometimes how long you've been dealing with it can be a factor. If it's been going on for a really long time, it might be less likely that uh, you'll have a quick response. It depends, it depends on each person and, and the situation, because, you know, sometimes there are benefits to experiencing the pain and, and that can be a hard thing for people to wrap their head around. It's like, no, I'm not, oh, there's no benefit to this pain, right? Like I'm, but being willing to think about that and being willing to go there is, is an important part too. I am imagining that for a lot of people, they might tell you, Lauren, I feel so much lighter. I feel free. 
Do you get that those kind yeah. of responses? Yes, very much so. And uh, not only do they say that, but I can see it. It's almost like their energy is lighter afterwards. Somebody coming in, you know, if you're if you're feeling really heavy and angry and upset about whatever it is that's bothering you, and you spend time kind of working through it for an hour, there is, there's just this lightness, your energy shifts, there's a shift that happens. So what are some of the most common reasons that people will want to do EFT? Is it mainly anxiety and depression? Anxiety and stress are, are, are common. I actually recently wrote a case study about a woman who was scared of going to the dentist. She had a lot of fear and trauma uh, from her childhood, from a childhood experience with a dentist. And she had, she had a lot of work that she needed to get done. And she had the appointment set. She canceled the appointment three times because her anxiety was so high around going. Uh, and that's when she reached out to me. And we had several sessions and she was able to not have a panic attack, go to the, go to the dentist. She had, she, you know, she found a dentist that she really trusted and was felt safe with. And she had a wonderful experience. Three months later, she had to go back again for other work. And she messaged me after that appointment. And she said, I can't even believe that I, she's like, I didn't even really need to tap again. Like I just noticed like, Hey, I'm not, I'm not freaking out about this appointment that I have tomorrow. And she's like, that work that we did, it really, it, it really impacted her in a positive way. So that really is unbelievable. Her, her story was, was amazing. So, so amazing that I wrote a case study about it. It's actually published on the EFT international website. They learn the process from you. Mm-hmm. They may have several sessions. If it flares up again, are they then capable of doing this on their own? It is always my intention when working with my clients for them to feel comfortable enough to to do this process on their own. And so I would like to say yes, that they can, they can definitely do it on their own. Sometimes though, when you are in, when when you're, when we're dealing with trauma, when you're dealing with pain, really any intense emotion, it's like you are, I always think of it like you're in the center of a tornado, right? You're in it. And it's very hard to see anything but like the crazy wind that's around you, right? And so why, it's helpful to work with a practitioner because it's, it's like they, they're looking at it from a different perspective. And so when you're talking about what's going on, the practitioner is able to kind of pick out, okay, that seems the most intense. Let's start there and guide you through a process. Because when you're in it, everything just feels intense. And sometimes it's hard to know where to begin, depending on the issue. But Yes, like moving forward, my clients do, most of them do continue to tap. And, you know, if they come up against a roadblock or if there's something really big that's coming up, then, you know, we'll we'll continue to work together. Do you ever encounter clients that will come because they feel stuck inside, they're unable to be abundant or move in their career position, and they come to you and say, I feel, I don't know, I'm feeling unworthy or can you release my block, my resistance? Do you ever have patients like that? Yeah, yeah. I'll have clients that that come with these limiting beliefs. You know, a, a very popular one is I'm not good enough. And a lot of these limiting beliefs stem from experiences from our childhood. And again, it's this process, you know, as humans, we've had all of these experiences that make up 
that make up our life journey. And these experiences, I just think of them as layers. And one thing is connected to the other. And sometimes you just need to be able to peel back those layers to really get to the root of where is this, where is this coming from? Because if, if a boss, for example, says something to you that, you know, makes you feel not worthy or makes you feel not good enough, there's more, more than likely that that's like, you know, it's not just that that's causing you this feeling. It's likely a variety of different experiences that you've had in your life that are contributing to this, this feeling of not being good enough. So it's, you know, exploring that to be able to let it, let it go. Do you have clients that you've had to do Reiki, virtual Reiki on as well, because they've not been able to totally release with the EFT? Yeah. And sometimes we'll, sometimes we'll do both. I always like to, to introduce my clients to the different modalities if they've never experienced it before, just so that they can experience it in their own body and see how it feels. And, you know, sometimes visions, they, they see things, whether it's colors or like a picture of something in their mind. And so, yeah, I do like to, to combine modalities for that reason. Okay. Really interesting. I like EFT because it's something that if you're feeling those feelings again, you can learn to do it on your own. And Reiki, you really need someone else to do that for well, you. can you. do Reiki on yourself too. Yeah. You can. You can. I mean, I know what you're saying. Like, I agree. I like going to a Reiki practitioner too. You know, like there's benefit of, uh, I mean, I think it's the same thing with tapping. Like, yeah, you can tap on your own, but there's always the benefit of, of going with a practitioner and you know, yeah. there's, and there's an energy exchange there too. And that can yeah. help with the process. And I think finding the right statement to say mm-hmm. while you're tapping, mm-hmm. I think the practitioner would probably be, able, be very helpful in that regard. Yeah. yeah. And that sounds like that's crucial is the statement yes. you're making to yourself and you yeah. have to believe it. The thing right. is you have to, you're right. Most people don't have self-love. So to say, and I'm worthy and I'm blah, 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 that would be almost the first step for somebody, wouldn't it? So, I mean, tapping really meets you where you're at. So if you're someone who says, like, I don't feel worthy, I don't feel good enough, right? You know, some, some people would say, okay, let's acknowledge that this, you're having this thought and then let's, let's go to a positive affirmation and say, I am worthy, right? Now you can do that, but it's lip service because you right. don't feel it. Right. So what, so tapping is different in that, okay, we're going to start with this feeling of, I, I am not worthy and we'll tap on how I'm not worthy. Maybe you'll tap on specific events that, that come to mind of what made you feel unworthy. Right. And you're going to, the goal is to slowly move, authentically move towards that better feeling thought. So maybe the better feeling thought is even though I'm not feeling worthy today, I'm hopeful that. I will get there. Right. So maybe that's, maybe that's the best we can do in one session. Right. It's not getting to the, I am worthy. Cause right. I mean, it's not likely that that, that right. kind of switch is going to happen right away, but right. maybe it's like, I can be, I can be hopeful or I, I I'm ready for change. I'm open to change or something like that. And, and, you know, step-by-step step, you can get there. Yeah. I think this is such a great modality. You can be skeptical. You can be skeptical with this because there is science behind why it works, right? right? And some of the science is as we're tapping on these points, which are the end points of the meridians, it, it particularly if we're dealing with stress, right? We're talking about stress and anxiety. 
when you're tapping on these points, a message is being sent to the amygdala and the amygdala, you know, is the part of the brain that controls fight or flight. And it's telling the amygdala, Hey, you're not actually, you don't need to be in fight or flight right now. So often our bodies are just have become in this day and age, right? Like by everything that's going on around us, we have gotten used to just being in that fight or flight mode. And then when that happens, the amygdala is going off that sends cortisol into the body. Cortisol is the, the stress hormone, which makes you feel on edge, right? And that's not that's not a healthy thing all, to be like that all the time. Obviously, that part of the brain is there to protect us when we're in a dangerous situation so that we can run away, so that we can fight back. But when we're, when we're talking about on a day-to-day basis, when your stress levels are so high and you have that high level of cortisol pumping through your body, that is not serving you. So as we tap on these points, it sends a message to the brain and says, tells the amygdala, hey, you don't need to be sending all that cortisol out. And it has been shown to reduce the amount of cortisol by up to 40%. It's a huge number. And that was a study done by Dr. Peter Stapleton. Uh, her, her work is amazing. And, and I mean, it's a phenomenal number that the, the, the answers are literally at your fingertips. Like, you, <laughs> you know, yeah. are you having them deep breathe while they do this? Yeah. So being mindful of your breath is definitely, is definitely part of it. But I think it's also with, you know, when you're, when you're just breathing, it can be really good. And I, especially if you're really focusing on like inhaling and exhaling, but sometimes I think people get caught up in the thoughts are still there, right? The yeah. thoughts are still like circulating, even though they're doing the breathing exactly. um, and tapping is a way to, to, allow those thoughts to acknowledge those thoughts that you're having. And then the somatic approach of actually physically tapping on yourself can be really helpful for people because a lot of people struggle with quieting the mind, with doing any sort of meditation. And so this is something physical that you can be doing, which I think is a very helpful part of the process. This has piqued my curiosity even more. Awesome. I love it. I love sharing. I love sharing it because it isn't, it isn't as popular as we'd love it to be, but um, you know, I love, I love sharing it with new people and introducing people to it and, and seeing how they take to it. You know, I do a workshop where I'll ask for volunteers and I recently did one for a fibromyalgia support group. And, you know, these are pe- people that are dealing with chronic pain. And this woman volunteered, she had, she had really severe pain in her knees, so much so that she spent the last three days on her couch. She was very skeptical, you know, but she was, she was at that point, I think, and I think this is it. If you're at a point where you've tried all these other things and nothing is worth working, you have nothing to lose. There's no negative side effect of giving this a try. And so we started tapping. I was asking her a bunch of questions. I mean, we didn't tap for that long, 15, 20 minutes. And she was just like, I don't, this is weird. I don't know what's happening. My knees feel better. What is happening? This is so strange, you know? And I was like, this is so awesome. <laughs> that is and, it's just, it's, it's an honor for me to be able to guide people in that way and, and have them have a shift like that. Yeah. There are no side effects from this. No. I mean, a, a benefit, uh, a good side effect of it is obviously a reduction in stress and anxiety and how you feel. And also it's been shown to help improve sleep. So if you're someone who struggles with, with sleep, tapping has, has shown to help with that insomnia. Yeah. Wow. That's all I can say. Yeah. Where can my audience find you, Lauren Fonville? So they can find me on my website. I do have a free masterclass on my website that goes into more detail about tapping. And that's mindshiftwithlauren.com forward slash masterclass. And all of my, all of my social media and everything is on my website, which is just mindshiftwithlauren.
So your Instagram is mind shifts with my Instagram is Lauren. (laughs) I need to change my Instagram. My Instagram is Lauren Nicole, uh, but it's one N and the O in Nicole is a zero. All right. I'm going to write it. I know it's it's a little too complicated. (laughs) Just go to the website. Easier. Just go to the website. All the social (laughs) links are there. (laughs) Facebook, the same as the Instagram. uh, Facebook. It's just my name, Lauren Fonville. Okay. Well, this has been a treat and I really want to thank you. I've enjoyed this immensely. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, give us a five-star review and share it with your friends and join us next time for Lunch with a Healer. your thoughts with us. Your comments, questions, and suggestions are all welcome. Go to speakpipe.com slash lunchwithahealer and record your message. Try it out today. <laughs>